What up? What up? What up? What's up, guys? Thank you guys for joining the I'm show scripted. tonight. Tonight, what's going to happen is we are actually, this time, really going to bring the fire. <laughs> really, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Guys, we, we have this. Because we have uh, somebody that's in it every single day living and breathing wholesaling acquisitions on the phones negotiating deals um and i always enjoy these shows whenever we have somebody who's not basically um removed from the deal right, right. sometimes we interview people who have been removed from the deal and you know you you see their are business... you talking about us no no no, no. Oh, okay. you see their business in a bird's eye view and then sometimes we have people that are in the deals, working the deals, on the phones, uh, making the calls, getting the rejections, whatever. There's a and tremendous amount of value in it's that. It's just a different kind of vibe. So a different. different vibe when we do these shows. So I'm super excited. We got my man, Manny Cash. Manny Cash. Bring him on. What's going on, guys? What's going on? What's, <laughs> What's up? What's up? How you doing, bro? Good, brother. Um, I'm ready. I'm uh, I'm ready to go. I'm excited for this one. I know it's been a long time since we, we, we talked. And so I'm ready for the audience. Any question, guys, let's go. So, Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Hey, first of all, thank you so much for doing this, man. We appreciate your time. Thank and you. uh, I think every all of the viewers and everyone watching and tuning in, they're going to get a tremendous amount from this session. Of course. Of course. You're welcome, guys. Uh, I love doing this podcast. I love sharing what you know my journey has been. Uh, because still, it, I'm in the process. Like I don't feel like... You know, I feel like I'm still on it, and uh, but I enjoy talking about like my beginnings and where I'm at, and um, I, I take this opportunity to really I appreciate this opportunity because it gives me a voice and it gives me, uh, you know, a, a platform to share one more time the beginnings and now to where I'm at and where I'm heading. So thank you for that, guys. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, awesome, man. And um, I'm happy that you brought that up because for those that don't know who you are, um, I want you know t tell our viewers where where you're located um and where are you at right now and then we'll take it back but i want everybody to know what are you up to right now sure so uh yeah i go i go by many cash uh i'm, I'm with home buying home selling uh, solution out of san antonio texas uh pretty much you know head of acquisition now moving on more towards like the multi-family space and and land uh and of course uh real estate acquisition when I say real estate acquisition, more of like the investor part. Now I'm, you know, thank God, I've, I've, I'm, you know, I got to the point where I can buy properties myself. I can fix property myself. You know, of course, with the guys, um, and then holding properties now, buying substitutes, doing Airbnbs, getting to that cash flow, you know, already, um, and then of course helping the the, the team and all those uh, individuals out there on the acquisition aspect on, on the business, right? On the sales and acquisition, talking to people. And uh, now it's just mainly bigger deals and acquiring properties. You know, like like I mentioned earlier, you know, for multifamily. You know, that's that's where where I'm heading more towards the end of the year and the beginning, of course, of towards 2022 and keep moving on. Nice, that's nice. awesome. I think that's also a, a real credible part of like the come up of Manny Cash because we've been following you. We follow you guys all the time. We've been keeping our eye, our eyes on you guys for a while, and we kind of saw the evolution of your career. And everything that you've been through so to hear that now you're acquiring 40 units um and that's the direction that you're going in and everything that you've done over the years have been really really admirable so um 
when you started out in real estate, how did you even get into it? So uh, just, just a quick background, guys. I am from Venezuela. Uh, that's where I was born and raised. Uh, nice. um, both Brazil, Brazil, next to Colombia. I have to say some people don't, don't know where it was at. Uh, that's where I'm from. That's where I was born and raised. At age 17 years old, I had to pretty much mature like this. Like, like, like from day to nine, I had to just mature. I moved to the city of Chicago by myself. No friends, no family, no English, no pretty much anything. I just, I just told my dad, hey, I'm going to the uh, United States. Long story short, learned the language. I always, I never liked the idea of going to college. I went to it, dropped out. But uh, I, I always liked the idea of like owning business because my mom and my dad, uh, they own business back home and they also had real estate. And mm. so I was like, okay, you know, they 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 bought real estate, they 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 gave me that cash flow. So I always had it in the back of my head. And so I first opened my first business with H19, uh, different industry. Uh, that one went to it, you know, uh, first business, right? It always no end up good. So um, that's how that one went. And I got into sales. So I got into sales in 2016, uh, December 2016, uh, December 8. 2016, that's when I got into sell. I don't remember to the date. Why I don't remember to the date? Because um, I, had, I had no job. I, I needed a job. I needed to make some money. And the only the only job that I found was this lady. This lady was like, hey, I can find you a job at the kiosk at the mall. I was like, okay, let's do it. And it was all commissioned. And that's when many cash started. Like I found myself. I found my gift. I found like what I'm good at. And it was a pretty much selling and, and talking to people and building rapport and, you know, making them laugh and having them like me. And so when I um, when I when I joined that, you know, I was making a hundred dollar sales, bro. I was doing just a hundred dollars, two hundred dollar sales. But you know, the ten x rule, right? Like Grant Cardone, I started getting into more books, more sales, Jim Brown, and all that. I was like, what if I can make the same amount of sale, but in a bigger scale? We're talking now a hundred thousand, a hundred and fifty thousand, two hundred thousand, instead of making you know a hundred and fifty dollar sale. And so that's where everything started. And I and I you know back then in twenty seventeen. Uh, Max Maxwell, right, with the videos, YouTube, and I started watching a lot of YouTube videos, and I, um, I was like, huh, I hear about this, buy real estate with no credit, I'm sure you all hear it, right, no money, oh, yeah. uh, all, you know, all that thing, I'm like, how, how is that even possible, and so I, and I, and I, and I, and I wholesale, I was like, okay, let me, and the concept click, like, it just clicked on the first, like, I didn't have to watch the video twice in order for it to make sense, there's a motivated seller, there's a buyer, you get the contract at a, at a discount and then assign it to a buyer. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense, right? And then uh, I, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what to do. I need somebody to help me. I need somebody to guide me because um, at a young age, I learned that I wanted to do everything myself. I wanted, I wanted to be like, oh, I'm going to learn it myself and do it. I was like, no, that's not the way. What if I find somebody that's already doing it and I just either pay them or I work with them and then I'm, I'm making money and I'm learning it the same way. And that's when God opens the opportunity to me. And then um, somebody took me to HBHS. Uh, this is already 2018. So it took me to HBHS. And that's where my set, my uh, wholesaling real estate investor, uh, investor career started as uh, in 2018 with HBHS. So that's how everything started because of sales. And sales led me to think about bigger commission, bigger numbers, and bigger payouts. And so, right. and so it all started from there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. So I want, I want to talk about the days at the kiosk right (laughs) and and you said that's where you found yourself yes you felt yourself shining when you were trying to sell things making people laugh right Mm -hmm. Um, so what were some things that you were doing there right because i think that's that's a different kind of selling right way different different. different kind of selling 
And I feel like that builds a certain kind of individual. Um, so what, what would you say were some of your biggest takeaways selling at a kiosk? Rejections, brother. Rejections. You know, like, let's be honest. Who wants to stop at a kiosk, right? Mm, <laughs> who, who, who my wife to... does. And I was selling a product that there is no human being in America, not even America, in the whole world that wakes up one day and say, I'm going to go ahead and buy this. What I was selling is tens units, massagers, you know, those, those little sticky pack that you put on your body and they start vibrating because muscle that they want that physical therapy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So think about this, like who gets up in the morning and say, I'm going to go to the mall and I'm going to go ahead and buy this product. Nobody, right, right, right. nobody. So I really had a five, five minute window to like put in your mind, buy this product at $150. So it was a lot of rejections, a lot of rebuttals, but then I'm good at numbers. I love numbers. Um, and so I say, okay, KPIs, right? And it, it took me about 10 people that I need to stop to make one sale. And I say, okay, so if I stop 10 people, uh, you know, and just say in a matter of an hour, I'm making a sale. That's a hundred bucks, $150, whatever the commission was. So then that's how everything started clicking. And so the biggest takeaway was uh, rebuttals, bro. Like rebuttals, objections, mm -hmm. insane. But that really built me up. That built me up to when I got into the phone and I got into wholesale, I was like, well, this is on the phone. Like they can tell me, screw you over the phone. You know, what's tough that somebody tell you, don't talk to me and your face. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Don't talk and your face. Like, that's a different hit. That's a different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so yeah. since I was used to getting that personally, like, hey, man, don't talk to me. Don't try to stop my wife. Don't try to tell me anything. Like, no, man, I'm good. And so in my face, and when I got on the phone, I was like, oh, no, I don't want to sell. I was like, is that it? You know, like, you don't, you, you can't see me. I can't see you. Like, there's no physical, you know, in there. Like, oh, man, this is easy. You know, I just, right, right. <laughs> but I had to learn the language. I had to learn the whole different, like, because I was, I was trying to get money from somebody in here. I'm trying to give somebody money. Mm. So it's different. You see, it's different. Like reverse sales, right? There you go. So it's a different uh, psychology on, on, on tra transaction. If one is, I'm trying to get money from you. When in this one, I'm trying to give you money. And so that's the one that took me a while to change. Gotcha. 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 Right, right. What's funny about what he said is, is the KPI part, because even if it boils down to like a kiosk mall job, you got to learn that you might have to go through 30 people before you get two right. people interested. Yeah. And then you might have to get six people interested to sell one. Right. Yeah. That tells you you have to go through 120 people maybe to sell one massager or whatever. I don't know if those numbers yeah. are right. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever heard anyone that worked in a mall or at a kiosk break it down to the KPIs. Yeah. <laughs> and that is awesome. That's I awesome. get it in perspective because, I mean, that's the way people should operate, especially if they want to make right. money. Yeah, dude. And um, and I'll tell you, I got it. I was good at it. Like I was really good. I was making this money. Uh, I, I started traveling all the United States. I was starting doing trade shows. You guys familiar with that trade shows? Yeah. Massagers? Yeah. Yeah. Like we will go to a convention and we will bring the whole table, bring the whole thing. I, I traveled to Seattle twice, Miami or Tampa, Atlanta, all over the United States, just selling those things. Every weekend I was in a different city, a different state. Oh, wow. Eventually you, you just get burned out. And uh, and that's when I was like, let me just start thinking bigger. And that's when the real estate came in. Oh, that's awesome, man. So tell us about your journey at HBHS, right? So you got into, um, <clears throat> did you immediately get into acquisitions? Yes. So funny story, um, HBHS, okay, so shout out to my boys, Mike and Charles, man, huge, huge, first of all, friends they're, they're they're my friends now 
I can count on them. I trust them. They trust me. And, you know, besides that in business, now we're business partners and of course, uh, mentors, right? So they're still being my mentors. They're still guiding me through, you know, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is how you do it, whatever, but it at a different level. So shout out to them. Shout out to all the boys, HBHS. So when I joined the company, the company was no near, they were big. Mike and Charles were already doing deals, man. Like they were just doing their own deal, like behind social media. But when it comes to like the actual company structure was, um, it wasn't as how it is now. So it was more like old school, you know, uh, Charles would give us a list. He'd go, skip trades it yourself, call it, you know. And so that's how I started. That's how I, I, I started with the company. Of course, Charles would kind of like, you know, teach us what to do, what to say. Um, but yeah, bro, I just started as a, as a call caller. I started like anybody else. I started like, with my phone and spreadsheet, not even the phone numbers. It was just one, two, three Main Street. Go ahead and find it. And after you find all the numbers on True People Search or Being Verified, good luck finding the right number. And then good luck having, the, you know, they say they want to sell. So that's how it started. It was wow. a different world back then, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And so after that, dude, like it took me eight months. It took me eight months, guys, to hit my first <laughs> deal, you know? Yeah. Eight months, dude, that we're talking about weeks and weeks and weeks of not getting paid. And yeah. I'm seeing all these people coming in, coming out, coming in. People will quit. People will leave. People will come. People wouldn't be consistent. People will come. And so I'm like, no, nah. I was the only one that came to the office every day until now, until now, every day, even though I wasn't getting paid Monday to Saturday for those eight months until I got paid until now, I still do it. But Monday, Monday to Saturday to the office, even though I wasn't getting paid. And so that was kind of like my, um, my, my push, you know, and, and when I got the first one, I took it from there. Like the second one came and then I started getting more confidence. And then, and then now we started getting more dialers. We got a mojo and then Charles built the boiler room. We started building, hiring more team, more people. And that's when Charles told me, Hey, go ahead. You're, you're, you're the main guy. Go ahead and take it. And so from then is where like, you know, my journey as a, now as a real estate acquisition became, uh, because now I got people, but I got to, you know, make sure they're doing their job. Now I got people that I got to train. Now I got people, I got VAs that I got to train. You know, all the aspect on the on the lead generation of the business uh, has to come in. And then my boy Frank, shout out to my boy Frank as well, because he have, he was kind of like, he's the one that put all the puzzles together, like organized. I'm, I'm not organized at all. I just, you give me a task, I'll do it, but I'll do it on my way and I, and I get it done. It's going to get done. It may not get done beautiful, but it's going to get done. Right. Frank is the one that is going to make it look good, like beautiful, you know what I'm saying, on papers and on, on the spreadsheet and everything. I'm not. I'm, I'm the one that just give me, give, me, give me the bullet and I'm going to go ahead and kill it, period. So him and I uh, pretty much just, you know, start taking over all the acquisition part. He was taking over the management of the company, start hiring uh, one more time via VAs. And uh, we, we, we ramp it up all the data. We ramp it up when I'm more structured. The, the, the payment, the payout to the guys more structure-wise and uh, and wrote. since then, like, we just keep seeing, like, grows and grows. Don't get me wrong. We have, I'm not going to lie, we have all, like, any business, right? We have those ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. But I feel like those uh, ups and downs are the ones that have got us to where I'm at, where we are, where everybody in the company is at, where now we're doing, you know, seven figures of 1.4, $1.5 million deals, 40 units, XYC, 25 acres, and then, yeah, so... That's awesome. That's man. incredible, man. Hey, I just wanted to ask something. I'm going to take it back a little bit because, yeah. dude, you you left to come to the U.S. 
you tell your your parents, I'm out, I'm going to the US, no friends, no family, no money. You started sales, you figured out your groove, you got into real estate. So that takes a tremendous level of confidence, dude. I mean, courage, yes. confidence, like how, what made you that way? Because that's what that's the key factor that a lot of people are missing. It, probably the number one factor that a lot of people are missing. Like people are curious about the lists, yes. the systems, the processes, when really the type of person you are is the key ingredient to everything. So I, what, what made you that way and what gave you the confidence that you had to do the things that you've done? So before that happened, before that move, I was already out of my house. At 14, like I'm telling you guys, at 14 years old, I was already traveling. I was in Argentina. I used to be a soccer player. That was my dream, becoming a soccer player. Mm. So um, lived in Argentina for a minute, not too long, uh, got injured. My dream was over, like over. Um, and so I had that anger. I had a, I had a, uh, like, like, like a frustrated dream that I knew was not going to happen, you know? And so I was in Venezuela, this is 2012 already. And Venezuela was going through that transition between Chavez and, 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 and Maduro with yep. now. And I saw the economy. I saw the, I saw the economy, just my, my mom, my dad, they were losing stuff. I saw how they, they just like from the money they were making, they just like, it was like, like this, like a tremendous amount, like. In a, in, a, in a percentage wise, we're looking like it's huge. Like they were losing a lot of money. They were just like telling, hey, you know, we don't have enough money. So I started seeing all that already on my 16 years old. Right? I'm 16, 17. And I'm like, man, you know, like I don't, I, don't, I don't think I see a future in here. I don't think I see a future in here. And so wow. I wanted to learn English. I always wanted to learn English. And I told my dad, hey, dad, I want to learn English. He's like, well, uh, go to an English court, uh, course here in Venezuela. And I said, no, I'm going to America. He's like, no, you went to America at first. You didn't know English. No, I didn't know. I, all I knew was one, two, three and ABC. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I knew. And so he was like, bro, you're crazy. We don't have any family. We don't have any, you know, we don't have too much money. We, like, we can't support you. But to answer your question, bro, it was that I had to make a decision. I was 17 years old and I, and I see my dad and my mom working their ass off you know, to provide for my sister and I. And I knew that if they kept going that way, eventually they wouldn't even provide for me and even my sister. And it's just like, okay, I'm going to be 25. And what am I going to do in, in a country that economy, it's just going to shit. Yeah. So I, I had to make a decision. And that's actually what I was thinking. I just was thinking about with myself about a few weeks. I was like, man, what make me, the same question you asked me, what make me leave? And I was like, I had to make a decision, not just for me, for my family. So my big why is not, it's not me. I don't do it for me. I do it for my family, which my family is still back home. So that was the main decision that made me take all the risk. I said, I'm young. If I need to sleep on the car, if I need to sleep on the street, I'm young. Like I'm not, and I know it's not going to be there forever. Eventually I'll get a house. Um, but I had to take that risk. I know my mom, and my dad are not going to take it. My sister was too little to take it. So I was the one that I put that pressure on me, on my own shoulders, which mm -hmm. I still do. And so I, I just, I just took it. I just took it, and I told my dad, "I'm leaving. I'm going." And then from then, I just figured it out, bro. Did, did a lot of people your age in that same uh, predicament do the same thing you did? Like any of your other friends or anything like that? Nah, nah. They all stay. They all stay back home. They, they yeah, they all stay. They all stay. Mm -hmm. okay. I was the only one. I was check this out. I was the only one in my high school. Cause, you know, I was in little high school. I was the only one in my high school that that took off. So mm. do you think you got that um, level of confidence from your parents? 
and the way that they raised you? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I am the man who I am right now um, because of my parents, because of my mom and my dad. Um, you know, they, 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 that's the only story. But yeah, a hundred percent. I'm the man that I am because of, because of them too. Uh, their work ethic, their, their, their honesty, their loyalty, and they're, they're just grind, they hustle, you know, they don't, they don't take no for an answer. You know, they come from nothing. They come from the hood. They come from, from shading bread every day. And so where, where, where I left off, where I left off Venezuela, I was, I was comfortable. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't, I wasn't poor. I wasn't like, oh, I'm living like, 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 no, I'm, I'm, I'm living in a house, nice apartment. Of course, I still got family where, where I grew up, but that was it. That was cat. Like that was it. That was the cap for them. Mm-hmm. I, and there was no other I, there was no other level and me as a crazy and ambitious that i am I'm like no i don't want to stay in this level i want to keep going mm-hmm. and so growing up and not and seeing how my mom and my dad are making money because they're they're really good at making money and doing business and selling especially my dad and selling i'm like i think i can do it i think i can do it myself because if they're training me they're i'm, I'm their kid i have to have something <laughs> you know what i'm saying I had to do something like that. And so that gave me my confidence to just to cough me. Right, right, right. That's awesome. That's crazy. So <laughs> a couple of people are, 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 you know, commenting about those eight months, man. And, and I wanted to touch on that because some people watching, right, may be going through that uh, little part of their career in the beginning of wholesaling where you go one month, two months, three months. Yep. You don't got to deal four months, you know, shit, should I keep doing this? Should I not? What do I do? Five months. Some people, you know, some people stop month one, month two, month three. And um, some people get a deal and don't get one for six months. Right? Yeah. And quit. It happened. <clears throat> so what was going through your mind and what, what were you, because obviously you were around the people that were going to the office, not getting a deal. I'm out, quit. I'll find a job or something, right? I'll yeah. figure something else out. And you were still there persisting. So what was pushing you? What was going through your mind on keeping you persistent for that first deal? Um, a lot of things, a lot of emotions, a lot of, a lot of emotions, a lot of feelings. Um, but my dad always told me this and, 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 it, and it stick to, to me. And it, it may be a very ruthless ways to think. Uh, but he, he did tell me like, hey, man, when, when business, um, don't put your emotions into it. Don't, don't put your feelings in it. Uh, that's all temporary. Just think on, you know, think with this, think with your heart. And then, um, you know, if you really like it, just, just keep moving forward. And then also he did tell me that don't worry about the, the first many cash, the first year of many cash, not even worry about the third, the fourth year, the fifth year of many cash. Worry about the many cash in 10, 20 years. Don't mm. look. Don't look at me. Oh man, I'm eight months and not not a deal. And then look at uh, two months and I haven't got a deal. Look at okay, who are you gonna be? Because I was 22 when I started. I'm gonna be 26 now. And he, he was like, look at yourself when you're 35, when you're 40. Who are you gonna be then? Don't worry yeah. about this this beginning. And so when I put that into and you know into perspective, I'm like, oh, this is true. I'm barely this is barely the beginning. And um, I look, I, I'm big on, on, on God. I believe in God. I believe on the law of attraction. I believe that if you hit a wood so many times, eventually it's going to break. Like eventually it's going to break. And so I had, I hit that wood and eventually it just, it just popped, right? It was a $30,000 $30, deal. And I could tell everybody, bro, I will wait another eight months to make $30,000. No problem. Hell yeah. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you know? So, so, and no, and because I knew that the, the, my compensation of work 
for what I was, what amount of water I was putting for my compensation was going to be so huge that I believe that I believe that I just needed one. Mm-hmm. And that one was going to give me to the next one and the next one, the next one. So it was more of being consistent and, um, don't put your feelings into it. Don't, don't, don't think about today. Don't think about next week. Don't even think about December. Think about 10 years, you know, long-term. Because if you're really going to do this business, don't think about, oh, am I going to be rich in 2022, 2023? No. It's, right. Am I going to be in business in 2035? Right, right. See? And I want to be in business in 20. I want people to say, oh, man, it's 2035. I'm already 40 years old. Man, this dude is still around. Uh-huh. Mm. That's what I'm, that's what I look at. Right. No, that's huge, man. And, and I remember when I, when I first, when I read my very first book on personal development, it was uh, John Maxwell. It was one of those small books and yeah. it was how successful people think. Oh, I have it. And the first chapter is that the first yeah. chapter is thinking long-term mm-hmm. think bigger picture, think long-term. Don't think, don't worry about right now. Don't worry about today. Mm-hmm. Think long-term. That was literally the first chapter. Um, and and that was, that was huge. That was huge for me. So I feel like you couldn't have said something better for pushing somebody in those eight months, right? Cause there's a lot of things that you could have said, but the fact that you said you're not worried, those, that first year, that second year, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Three years and people go to college for four years, don't make a dollar and then build a career afterwards. Right. Mm-hmm. So if it takes you four years to figure this shit out and then you figure out how to make a hundred grand a year after four years, that's normal. That's like the normal <laughs> path of, of society. Yeah. You didn't right? make a six figure yeah. month in your first month. Boohoo. Right. Right. Just exactly. Keep pushing forward. I, I, yeah. Exactly. I think that was also, I also agree. I think that was mega key because yeah. Yeah. you, you know what you're capable of. So you have to go through the trials and tribulations and experiences, right? You have to get your wins, your losses, but you know where you're capable of, and you know you might not get there for two years, for five years, for seven or ten years, right? And if your dad told you that, that that's a hundred percent key. Yeah. Look at yourself in the future. You know you're gonna get there, and you're it's not gonna be given to you, right? Yeah. So you have to go through your wins and your losses along the way. Yeah. And it's what I tell people exactly, which is say, look at yourself in the future, but also control what you can control today. And what I can't control today is how many offers I make. How many contracts I get, how many rebuttals I overcome, how many calls I'm all that. That's what I can't control today. You see? And so, yeah, that's, you know, that's a whole different, like, you know, mindset, uh, way, way of thinking. And, and so, yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned that you guys, uh, <clears throat> you locked up a 40 unit, right? Yes. Uh, we did lock up a 40 unit uh, last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Wow, dude. And you plan on keeping it or wholesaling it? So on this one, uh, actually, I talked to Mike today. Uh, where he's like, he's like, what are you thinking? You should, we should keep it. And I was like, it should, it should be a good keep. Uh, but also, if we wholesale it, it's it's a, it's a good one too, you know. Of course. So so we're like, uh, as as right now, we're fifty fifty. We're fifty fifty. It all depends. Uh, we're still getting more financial because you know when it comes to multifamily financials and all that, uh, we're still waiting some financial for other other units. Um, and once everything is said and done with the actual financial, everything PNL and everything, then we'll sit down and, and make up our, our, our decision whether we keep it or you know, we move it as wholesale. Okay, where right. is it located in your market? Yes, it's uh, it, well, it's Texas, it's not in San Antonio, it's uh, in the valley, all the way you know, McAllen area, all the area. Okay, 
Gotcha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's where um where we've been doing our our our, our multifamilies uh, lately on on that area. Nice. I'm, I'm not super familiar with. Is that in in relation to like what made? I, I know San Antonio. Is that like north of San Antonio? It's the south. It's south San Antonio. It's going towards the border. Yeah, it's really next to the border. Okay, I got you. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, what are you? What what like? What are you seeing that's different with multifamily? Because you're the one on the phones negotiating these deals, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's my uh, myself and my buddy Teddy uh, Alejandro. Shout out to him. He he does more like the underwriting uh, part of it. Okay. Uh, you know, putting all the spreadsheet and whatever. Um, so yes, it's the, the difference. It's first of all, they don't they don't curse you out. <laughs> they don't multifamily. They don't because you, you're dealing with somebody that that does business. You're dealing with somebody that has some set of you know business IQ and and they have some money, right? They, they, they know how to treat you. They know how to respect you. Um, and second of all, on a multifamily, the type of questions are a, a lot different. You, you ask more about uh, you know, numbers, financials, P&L, profits, right. roles, stuff like that. Uh, compared to a, a single family, you, you know, just asking for, you know, condition, motivation, timeline, price, and then and the negotiation. You're straight to the cheese. So um, it's the conversation. It's different. But at the end of the day, what I learned is that people are always going to do business with pe people that they like, people that they can trust. And that's something that I want everybody to take away from this from this, this, this call is that no matter if you're negotiating, look, I've negotiated a deal from $10,000 and I've negotiated a deal, for example, this in 1.4, anywhere from, from one acre to 25 acres. The difference is that, they don't, no, it's not different. The difference is that all this, we're human beings and if they like me and if we're likable and we build rapport and, and they trust me, they're going to do business with you, no matter the amount, no matter the mm -hmm. amount, as long as they like you, and they, 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 you, you come out trustable, they're going to do business with you. So that's kind of like a key oh. that I like everybody to, uh, to take away on this one. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know you, you brought up the four points, right? Um, I saw a video with you on YouTube um, and you were talking about number one condition, number two, motivation, uh, motivation, number three. Uh, what was number three? It's a timeline timeline. Then the last one's price, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, who did we have on? Did they have that same? The four was pillars. It Brett? Brent. Yeah. He, he, he. Yes. Uh, it's um. Uh, shout out to to Brands Daniel, a uh, good guy. I've learned a lot from him. Uh, it's uh, yeah, learned learn a lot from him. It's it's really really good when it comes to this aspect on the acquisition as well. I respect him a lot. Shout out to him. Right. Um. Yes, he does have that. Although uh, I, I do, I did put my own tweak to it. Uh, I change it a little bit uh, because, for example, what I teach my guys is, look, every time you get into you, you I don't want you to talk numbers before you you build report. Um, and and the, way, the, the moment you're going to build report is in the motivation. And so right after you, you ask for the condition of the property, you want to get into, into motivation because that's where you want to get personal with the homeowner. By the time you make an offer, the offer doesn't sound too like aggressive. Because mm -hmm. now you have kind of build that 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 trust and that rapport with them, mm -hmm. and um, and so yeah, that's kind of like my uh, condition, motivation, timeline, and pricing, of course, intro. But I put I like to put a slash or motivation slash report, motivation slash report, because that's your window to build report. For example, homeowner says, yeah, I'm looking to sell because I need to move to Florida. Great, what's happening in Florida? Are you moving because of job are you job related or it's a family member? Oh yeah, I got families over there. Oh great, Florida. What part of Florida? You see, so based on the motivation they tell you, that's where you start building rapport with them. And then you move it on to timeline and price, of course. Oh, that's awesome, man. Because I think it is important 
especially when you're building up a sales team and building up um, mini use, right? Um, many, 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 many manny's in the office, many right? cents. It's, it's, um, <laughs> it's very important to even build in where to build rapport in the script, right? Because yeah. if you don't, you know, for, for people like you, it just comes natural. You yeah. just know when you just, you know what I mean? But when you're trying to systemize it, you have to even put that, this is where you build rapport. Yes. Right? Yes. So, yes. So I think, I think that's awesome, man. Anchor uh -huh. price, pause. Yes. Like, sir, I'm about to build rapport with you. Are you ready? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, and this is why I love this. This is why I love this part of like one more time. It always goes back to sales. This is why I love sales because um sales is, is more of, of here, right? It's more it's more psychology, it's more of you know how, how you can connect at an energy level uh with, right. with another individual. And and so that's where the true you comes out, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. That's where true you comes out that's where who you really are and um i love it because sometimes i'm not even talking about the property sometimes i'm not even talking about no, i'm just having fun with it I, I did a live today uh call calling actually and you, you can see i was just having fun with the homeowner i was just laughing with them and they will bring me a rebuttal and i would just put it back to them with a, with a funny joke and so i love that you know i have fun with it so that's awesome man that's awesome, awesome. really quick on that note do you think that can be learned a good question man um and it would i mean i've seen a lot of people right and uh it certainly is an art yeah. it's an art and it comes with life experience so right. the the tricky right. part is to convey that to your team right or to people that want to get as great as you're going to get so can that be learned yes it can be learned oh teach me yes the skill can be learned let me tell you what cannot be learned the grind the hustle, Ooh. the the the, the persistent, that per that that push, that cannot be learned. Let me give you an example. In our office, where well, we have, I don't want to say that we have people, right? I know people. They're great, like they're great. You give them one lead, <laughs> and they'll 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 do their best to close that lead. Like they'll they sound good over the phone. They 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 they, they just sound like man, convincing, right? But they don't make all the calls, the amount of calls that I make. They don't show up this, the same amount of time that I show up. Maybe like, like it's like Michael Jordan, right? Michael Jordan, every day, every day, every day, practice your shit. And that's, that's what I believe on. You just got to practice that shit every day, every day, every day, every day. Eventually, eventually hard work will be talent. So, mm -hmm. yes, it can be learned. But if you don't have what I just said, the grind, the hustle, the torque, that, that push, then it's just, it just not going to work. Right, right, right. So, should people, uh, what happens if people don't naturally have that grind, that that hustle? They don't make it. Um, and okay, okay. They don't just, just flat out. Uh, they'll 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 probably get a check. They'll they'll get a, a deal, and they'll be like, "Man, I I, just, I don't think I want to go through that again." Mm. <laughs> you know? yeah. Dude, no, I ain't gonna lie, that was kind of funny. Damn, eight months. Whew. I'm out, Charles. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. So, like, like let's be honest, like who really wanna go through call calling, motivation, making an offer, rejection, getting on the contract, send the title, and he falls through. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, 
All like all the work I did, you see. But but there's the other individual. There's the other person that says, you know what? I'm down for it. I'm I, I want, I'm I'm better than that. I'm better than, than than that title company telling me no. I'm better than that lead support. I'm better than that child support. I'm better than all that. I'm gonna make it happen. Yep. And that's the one that wins. There's nothing more motivating than child support. Than <laughs> than than a deal falling through a title, because it pushes you to the next yeah, one. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's just like, fuck, we just had that money on the board and now it's gone. We got to go get that money back on the board. Back on, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. I agree. Hey, really quick, so, um, you know, in a lot of the examples that you gave us, a lot of people won't stay through the grind, right? A lot of people will, will come through, um, they'll, they'll give it a shot, but they'll give up. And it's not until they persevere and they get the wins and they build the pipe. You got to build the pipeline, right? And then you have to build the pipeline and you have to follow up so you can get more wins in a row. Um, but some of the people that came and left, right? Did some of those people try to come back? Um, no. No. Unbelievable. That's no. crazy. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Uh, and I think, you know, it plays a big part. You know, it's pride, ego, right? And um, no, I've never seen somebody come back. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Because yeah. I can imagine that some people would come, leave, come, leave. Then maybe someone would stay. And, you know, you're there, so you're doing good. Someone would stay there doing good. So now you start building this team of winners, right? Yeah. And then some of the people that have come and left, now they want to come back to join the winning team because we don't it's getting it. bigger and greater. We don't, we don't, we don't take them back. We don't. Um, and, and, it, and it goes back to like kind of the hiring process, right? Um, see, like when I, when I was hiring people and, oh yeah, bro, I, I don't believe on the talkers no more. I don't believe on, ah, oh, I saw X amount of this. I saw, I don't know X amount of, bro. I had a person walk, like literally walked away from me one day, like either just stood up and left on interview, on the In interview. The in the interview, just, <laughs> just, just got off the chair and said, man, I got to go. I'm like, why? I got to go. Dip. So, and that was the person that was telling me that he was the best door knocker, the best, you know, uh, hard closer, hard this, hard that. So I don't believe in those. What I believe on is in this. Here's the phone. Here's my, here's the list. Call it. Call it. I don't, I don't care if you screwed up. Here's my phone. Here's the list. Call the list. So is that the entire interview? Just Pretty much. Like when, when, when they go through me, when they go through me. What did I just jump into? <laughs> is, is there anything else that you start with? Do you have any little bit of a conversation? Do you look at their resume? Anything along those lines to qualify them before they do the calls or no? When they go through me, I don't. I, I don't I don't I don't care if you work in Harvard and Harvard, if you work in Google, if you close hundreds of millions of dollars. Because all I care is action. All I care is go ahead and get on the phones and make it happen. I don't, I don't need you to close the deal now. But what I'm looking for, bro, what I'm looking for is that person that picks up the phone, makes a call and say, hey, do you want to sell the property? Yes or no? Yes. No. Okay. Bye. Do it again. Hey, do you want to sell the property? Do it for one hour. And if they do it for one hour, guess what? Now we're going to go ahead and talk. Mm, okay. okay. Now, now let's, let's sit down. This is what we do. This is how it works. Are you ready for it? This is what you're going to expect. And you're not going to get paid in two weeks. You're not going to get paid maybe not in a month. 
You know, maybe not gonna get paid in two months. Are you ready for that? Oh yeah, I am. Okay, well, here you go. And then we started the actual enrollment with the, with the training process and everything. Now it's like more official. Okay. But by me doing that, I weed out pretty much all the, I can do it, I'm the best, and all, I'm the, the best, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so the one that stays, like for example, right, and our guys, um, the one that said they're solid. They're mm-hmm. solid. They're solid dude. They're solid people there. And um, yeah, they go through the ups and downs, but but they stick to it and, and, they, and they close deals and they make it happen because they know the expectation from day one. Mm-hmm. So um, out of 20 people, mm-hmm. how many people would make it through the interview or make it to the next step, which is the conversation after the phone calls? Probably three. Three. So 17. Um, yeah. Let's would, just- would some of them not even want to do calls? They're too afraid? Yeah, that's just too afraid. And that's just, that's just, well, that's what happened with the dude that stood up. Uh, he was talking, talking, talking. I gave him the phone. Here you go. Here's the list. And he's like, what am I doing with this? You're going to make calls. And he's like, oh man, no, I got to go. Got up. And I'm looking at the guys. I'm like, yo, what's going on? He's like, oh, and he just did. And so, yeah, there are people that just didn't want, they don't want to make calls because they, 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 they see, you know, this is social media, right? They, they see the, the, the look, the good looking social media, sexy, it looks real estate, the checks, the, the cars, and it looks good. But this is what, this is where the real thing happened. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, some would, wouldn't even pick up the phone. Some would just say, ah, I don't think I can, I can last that long. I don't think I can last, you know, two months without getting paid or a month without getting paid. And so that's, that's where all those people fall apart. Right, right, right. So we got Joe Andre. I think that's how you say it. Joe Andre uh, Macias. It might be one of his team members. Yeah, that's said, my guy. Yeah, he said, that's what he did to me. Give me a list four, four months, months ago, ago and say, call it. That's my guy. Exactly. Dude, shout out to my bro. Hey, man, this guy's from Venezuela, too. Let me tell you real quick. I know there's nobody him, but this is from Venezuela. He used to be a baseball player. Almost made it to the, to the, uh, the, big, the big leagues. Got injured, whatever. Long story short, he used to live in New York, and he texted me one day. and said, hey, man, I'm moving to San Antonio. I'm like, for what? It's like, I just moved to San Antonio. I'm like, bro, you don't have to. I can, you know, you can learn from here. He's like, no. I thought he was bullshitting. Bro, within like two months later, he sent me a text. Hey, I'm in San Antonio. I'm like, what? Like that. He's like, yeah, I'm in San Antonio. Shit, come to the office. Came to the office. He was talking to me. All right, bro, here's, here's the phone. Here's the list. And guess what? He did it. He did it. He did. He made the calls. He, he didn't get nothing that day. But guess what? He stood up and he didn't leave until he finished the list. And now he's closing the deal. He got like, I don't know, like six, seven deals on, on escrow right now. He just oh, closed yeah. That, like he's now on the road. You see what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Those are the people that that we want. Right, right, right. No, that's awesome, man. That's awesome, and and that's huge, man. It's it's finding the people because when when you're scaling and you're building a team, man, you got to find the right people, mm-hmm. right? And there, and there's gonna be a lot of people coming in and out of the business, and finding those key players that are willing to go through the shit will make it. Yeah, they, they'll make it ex- exactly like you said. Um, mm-hmm. so what do you think is for somebody who's, um, basically like after they do those hundred calls for people who are hour of calls, however long you make them dial for people that are, you know, doing interviews and stuff like that, what, what does that sit down look like? Um, cause it sounds like you're setting the expectations clear, right? Yeah. Hey, what you just did, that is what this is like. You might go two months without a paycheck. So tell me a little bit about that sit down. Yeah. So, well, that sit down. Then, then, then of course, we start getting more, um, you know, business wise, like how, how it works and what we do. 
uh, of course, Mike and Charles, right? Because we, we, guys, we, we don't just do wholesale. You know, I'm sure you guys know that, right? We, we do a lot of things, fix and flip, multifamily, uh, subject to hotel. And so we, we explained to them, you know, now what kind of company they're going to be working with. Um, you know, that pretty much the amount of, this is a serious company. And that, um, you know, if, if, they're, if, they're, if they're ready, right? If, if they're committed. Uh, and then that's when Frank takes over. That's when Frank takes over. And then Frank does more like personal questions, you know. Uh, hey, you know, you got funds to, to sustain your family. Uh, you got funds to sustain yourself for X amount of days, amount of weeks. Um, you know, then we lay out all that. No rules, because we don't have no rules in the, in, in the company, but we do have, you know, uh, like any um, non-compete non and all that. This is what we do and stuff like that. Uh, is it something that you, you're, you're okay doing? Is it something that you want to be part of? The culture, we, we explain the culture of the company. I'm sure you guys have seen and HBHS is all about the culture and how we treat each other and how we all grow, grow, grow together. And so we, we, it's huge for us. It's that somebody has the buy-in to the culture um, that, you know, you're not, you're not working for HBHS. You're working with SBHS. You're not working for me. You're working together. We're all working together to get to where we want to be. And event, along the way, you know, everybody will have their peace. And, you know, maybe you want to do flips. Maybe you want to do this. Maybe you want to do that. You know what I'm saying? And so we let out those expectations and then it's something that they want to go ahead and, and, and consider doing and be part of, then, you know, we can move into the next step. And the next step is actually training. Uh, and that's where the closest program comes in place. And then they start watching pretty much the whole closing program. I personally get after them. At that moment, no, I don't, I don't really touch. I don't really talk to them. And I talk to them probably a week later where, you know, after they talk to Frank, Miguel, and Mike, Charles, and then now let's, let's do some role plays and let's do some, some calls and then, you know stuff like that so gotcha gotcha so mm -hmm. what what so you mentioned the training program what, the, the, what, is, what is that program yeah the closers program the closers program is pretty much a a whole program literally uh 47 videos that i that i did from somebody that is looking that is starting out from zero from scratch i don't know anything haven't made a call i laid it out from how to call how to make a call questions to ask questions not to ask objections rebuttals and then the second half of the, the program is where somebody's already make you know doing one deal a month, two deals a month. It's good on the forms, but they really want to get their sales gain or maybe their their VAs uh, uh, skills to the next level. And um, that's all strictly acquisition: uh, how to get a price reduction, how to make a, a virtual offer, how to set an appointment, um, how to, for example, hire a VA, how hire an acquisition, and stuff like that. So that's the closest. Mm -hmm. I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. And people can find that? You, you, you have that for the public? Yes, it's definitely for the public. Go on my IG, many cash flow, many cash flow, and then the link is on my bio. So, uh, or the closestprogram.com, and that's, that's, that's it. Oh, nice, man. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. So, you, I, go ahead. So, you, you are right now, you're, you're kind of, you stepped away a little bit from managing the sales floor yes right right yeah so, that's right and, and now you are um dealing with multifamily stuff you know training and all that yes. stuff so who, who took over the sales manager part so uh frank like remember so it was frank and i uh, that we started all like the sales floor uh so frank took over uh frank took over the the, the sales floor uh, but the good thing guys is that now the guys that we have we don't really have to babysit and like you know like because they already been with us for for a while, and so pretty much everybody knows what they're doing. 
And so there's no really that two babysitting anymore. It's just Frank. Yeah, Frank took over the, you know, the, the, the lead management, the, the, everything has to do with the acquisition part. And um, we do have some key closers. There, those are key closers that we have in the in the office. Like for example, shout out to um, Steve Francis. Steve Francis, it's one of the, if not one of the best closers that I know in the industry. Really smooth, smooth talker. And so what he does is he closes the deals that all all, all the guys can close. And um, he also gets on the phone where all the guys are like, hey, I need, I need to run an appointment. He goes runs up with them. And if he's not around, then I jump in. So yeah, Frank for sure. And then, of course, Steve Francis, uh, Francis helping him along with the guys. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. So Steve is more of like kind of like a team leader or something Pretty like much, that? Pretty much, yeah, like a team leader. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And um, you, what is what is next for you in in, in your journey? So, so what's next for me on my journey, this is where I really have been focusing on this year, uh, 2021. It's ramping it up, the, the, the multifamily aspect where I can, I told myself, this is so funny. And so um, I'm proud of it because last year, this time last year, I've never dealt with multifamily. Now I've over about, I say 90, 90 units already contracted. And so um, it's, it's more of like the, the multifamily aspect and the investment part. When I, when I talk about the investment part, really, you know, becoming an investor, which I already started doing, you know, buying, fixing, flipping, uh, today we got a one on house that we have on the flip uh, on the contract already. Um, hoteling, I've hotel already during the year. Hotel, a few quite a few properties, uh, doing Airbnb. Now I'm holding properties myself, buying them subject to, and so getting into more of that investment part and then and getting that, that that portfolio, start building that portfolio. And so the, the next is for 2022 uh, will be you know. Um, Buying, buying multifamily, you know, why not buy 50 units, 100 units, you know, syndicated, stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Man. That's Those awesome. are great aspirations yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, if, and if, if you need some uh, syndication partners, man, we are we are looking to <laughs> deploy some capital. And for sure. Not, and not we, we have a money problem. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. No, I hear you. I don't want to do do the work. So <laughs> keep catching them all in the backyard. I, I, the ground. I love like I love it like like I love that like I love that that work I love that you know getting in there and talking to the contractor getting the rehab done and and I love that like that's I love that thing so that's that's awesome, you whenever the opportunity comes yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's good man and and it's funny because like you have to know what what you're good at and what you're passionate about right and mm -hmm. for some people they love exactly what you said right getting in getting into the weeds of talking yep. to the contractors, Dude. calling them out. Why the fuck aren't you at the project? What's going on? <laughs> because you oh, want to see awesome. the end result of the Correct. project. You Correct. want to see yeah. that finished product and how great it can be. Yeah. So yeah. it's pushing people to get that shit done the same yeah. way you push through your eight months, the same way you push the team members mm -hmm. to get all that stuff done. The team is built. You're moving on to new things. There's, there's work to do. There's stuff yeah. that need to grow. Definitely. No, definitely, definitely. That's hundred percent. And of course, also, uh, that's on the on, on the real estate side, and, and and on the personal side. And this is for like you know many cash personal side is um, uh, you know growth my uh, my 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 sales right growth my my coaching. You know I, I really want to ramp ramp up to help more companies. I want to get to a point where like I'm, I'm coaching you know three four five companies around the country. Uh, you know, I actually want to fly and go in person and stay a whole week on an office 
and and work one one with their uh, lead manager, work with their with the closers, and that's an inspiration. It, it's my passion, you know. That's my passion. That's what I love to do, and so that's something that I would like to, you know, I'm working on tours in the future. Dude, a lot of yeah. people can use that service for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. There's yeah. definitely a market out there for that. Hey, yes. were, were you at the 10x event in Miami? Yes, I was. Okay, so oh, that's the first time we met. Um, yeah, I think we did meet. You remember? Yes, uh, yes. We were the guys with the I wholesale houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> that's where we met Charles and and Mike, and and they were with the little they had a little crew. Yeah, you were part of that crew. That's fine. Yeah, we're still all together. We're still all together. We, yeah, yeah we're still together. And yeah, that's remember now. <laughs> Small Dude, world. That's funny. That's funny. Yep, yep, yep. How long ago was that? Three when years? When was that? That was 2019. That was 2019. That was in February 27, 2019. 2019. Close to three years. Uh, almost four years? Seven? Yeah. No. 2019. Well, February. I remember that era of yeah. Dom and G, where you guys used to wear those shirts to every event. Yeah, yeah. that was two years ago. Yeah. 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 Yep, 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 yep. Hey, I got a quick question for you. Yes, sir. Eight months, mm-hmm. era, eight months shopping for your first deal. Um, how did you survive? Good question. Did you eat at all? <laughs> I did. I did. Drugs, bro. That's how I, I did. did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah, just kidding. So, okay, this is the part that I didn't say. So, remember, I was selling those those machines at the mall, right? Okay. I got smarter. I said no. I'm going to go ahead and buy from this dude now. Um, he, he, this is from Israel. You know, Israel, right? They're good at money. They're good in business. So I'm like, hey, bro, how about I do this? How about I buy those machines from you? Just sell them to me at your cost. Come on. Hook me up. And he's like, all right, man. Since you've been working, you know, you work with me, whatever, whatever. I'll hook you up. I'll give it to you for what I pay for. I pay, I pay 15 bucks. I'm like, cool. Guess what I did? I went to La Pulga. I don't know if you guys have, have that over there, but we have La Pulga. It's a flea market. Okay, it's a flea market here in San Antonio on the south side. So what I did was I bought five units, $75. I was in La Pulga at six o'clock in the morning. By 12 p.m., I already sold five at 150 to 100 a pop. So I already made on my on my money on my pocket about 500 to 600 dollars in five hours. I did that in the pool that only opens a Saturday and Sunday. So I was averaging anywhere from from 500 to a thousand dollars a weekend. So that's why I had time to be at the office every day. Oh, and, hell yeah. I and I still got and I still get, and it was all cash. And I think that's why I made cash because everything was paying cash. So so, so any massage. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so and there's actually a video of me doing it back in the day. So um that's what I did. Eventually I got burned out. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was just like, man, tiring. I got burned out because it was too far from here. And I had to take the bus, bro. I was so broke. Um Dude, so, 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 so that happened. I was like, man, that's too far. Guess what I started doing? I bought me a car and then I started doing Uber, uh, uh Friday, Saturdays and Sunday. Mm. I did Uber Friday. I would, I would leave the office around 2 PM all the way to 2 AM. I will come back to the office same, same way, 2 PM to 2, 2, uh, 2 AM in a Sunday. And so I did that. And I would make, you know, this is just to cover my bills until yep. the first one came. When the first one came, I said, man, whew, thank God that's it. I'm done. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, man. That's what they. Yeah, you, and and you can't. Um, I I don't know. Like, there's 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 something about that, right? That just it doesn't matter what you have to fucking do, right? There's no pride. There's no ego. Like you you pay your bills and you work on your dream. You pay your yeah. bills, work on your dream, and yeah. eventually you'll fucking make it. That's it. Um. 
So that's awesome, man. That's a great story, man. Congratulations on everything that you're doing, man. Amazing. All your success. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. certainly you've come a a mega long way. Everything sounds fantastic. Everything that you've done, what you've accomplished, where you're at now. Um, It sounds like it's very, very clear to us, and it should be to the people watching, that you're an amazing closer, and you're training amazing closers, and you've done it at the point where people were able to take over and manage the team that was in place. So I think that's epic. And you have your program, which is the closers program. So they can go to your IG and they can go to the link in your bio. But is it also like theclosersprogram.com as well? That's right. That's right. So guys, go to the theclosersprogram.com and check out his program. And if you guys <clears throat> want to be elite closers and mirror what he's doing, go ahead and is it a course? Is it a is it a program or what is yeah, so it? So it's pretty much a whole full. You can call it a course. I, ca- I call it a program because you get access to me as well. Um, I'm not I'm not that you know, hey, get my course and then forget about me. No, mm-hmm. uh, you will still get access with me. You got any leads? You got any, any leads you want me to close for you? You want me any leads I want to call for you? You you got a deal and probably don't know what to do with it. I'm going to go ahead and help you. And then JB, you know, make money together. So I pretty much will be oh, there yeah. with you. Wow. So that's what I call it pretty much. Not just the course, it's the actual program that my goal is to everybody that gets it, of course, make money, you know, and uh, and, and reach their potential. So, yes, that's 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 that's, that's what it is. That's, That's awesome. awesome and if people want to continue to follow your journey and learn more about you, how can they find you? Yeah. So at Many Cash Houses, Many Cash Houses on IG, uh, that's the, the easiest and best way to find me out. I got a YouTube channel as well on Facebook. And uh, Many Cash Houses, uh, you can send me an IG, and that's where I, where I reply the most. Um, so, yeah. Awesome, mm-hmm. man. Dude, thank you so much for doing this. I'll have to hit you up next time. I'm in I'm in uh, San Antonio, man. And uh, we'll link up for sure. For sure. Thank you guys for having me. It was a pleasure. Like I say, I I take these opportunities. I really value the time and and the opportunity of sharing my knowledge and sharing my 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 work. And uh, I, I thank you guys for that. Yeah, awesome, this man. has been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah this was awesome, man. Sure. Really a lot of fun. Thanks again, man. And we'll stay in touch, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, you have a good night. You too. See you guys. Good night, bro. Good night, guys. <laughs>